It's last of the Easy Riders rolling into our studio today. I'm Jeremy Peterson, joined by the Denver band who celebrate their debut self-titled EP, Saturday Night at High Dive. But they're with us here first to play some of those new songs. Welcome, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hey there. The band are playing at High Dive Saturday night. It's the EP release show, along with Guest List and High Plains Honky. Joined in the studio today by last of the Easy Riders, who are George Segedy on vocal, Christopher Manerick playing some guitar, doing backing vocals, Gan Matthews on bass and vocals, Bradley Greer on guitar, Hamilton Belk on the sad machine, as you guys call it. Always yes, a sir. great day when the pedal still is here in the studio. And Mitch Mitchum on drums and vocals mm-hmm. as well. Uh, sounds great, guys. Thank and you. We've been enjoying uh, what we've been hearing from this new, uh, sort of a long EP, maybe short full length. So you all, you all come from disparate parts of the country, right? But it, it sort of took That's Colorado right. to, yes, to bring sir. you together. How, how was Last of the Easy Riders born? Uh, a couple years ago, honestly, we uh, we got together through through the Craigslist interwebs. Really? And then, uh, yeah, we started playing and then and barbecues and kind of <laughs> just playing music until something came of it. Well, one of the things that's immediately interesting to me about this band on paper is that uh, you say that you're four distinct songwriters coming together to make a band, which, you know, you can count those kinds of bands on one hand. The Beatles come to mind. Yes, sir. Sloan, the great Canadian band, comes to mind. How does that work for you guys uh, thus far in, in songwriting? I think everybody's, you know, taking some time to figure out their place mm-hmm. in the band and figure out where they're useful. So, uh, for instance, Brad will get a guitar part and bring it to me, and I'll kind of map out melodies and maybe get some lyrics down to it, pass it along to Chris, and Chris will kind of finite it, put it into... Uh, you know, a uh, songwriting setting, and then we'll just kind of piece everything together from yeah, there. Yeah, me and uh, me and Chris go back a really long ways too. We've been working together for years because we're both from the same town in Michigan. He was in my uh, my first band, so we uh, we've worked on a lot of stuff together and and written written a lot together too. So there's a lot of flavors in, in your music are there individual tendencies that that sort of uh, come up depending on who the song is originating with oh for sure yeah. i think everybody is is welcome to write songs and that's where it kind of all comes together is that everybody brings something different you know and we each kind of you know are more partial to a certain style of music you know i might like writing a certain way and mitch might like to write a different way but somehow it all flows together do the geographic origins uh, affect that where you guys come from I think so, especially in you know singing style songs that. Are, How so? Well, on the on the EP, there's some definite uh, southern blues and and southern rock. Mitch is influences. from Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> Georgia from the deep peach. South. In He's the flesh. a Georgia peach. Sweet little Georgia peach. Uh, <laughs> but no, there's there's a song on the uh, on the EP called Low Country, and that's just a straight up southern swamp uh, blues riff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I don't know. You guys kind of. Lean towards the the heartland Midwest heartland straight rock, up rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah. I think as time goes on, all of our styles are starting to blend together, and it's a little bit more cohesive. Where before we would have a tune that was maybe a, a psych rock kind of desert rock song, and then we'd have a country song. Now right. I think we're figuring out uh, with this album and then with future material how to blend everything together and, into one sound and kind of write for each other. So where does Denver come in in, in in all that equation? Do you feel like? I think it's it's uh, it's the inspiration. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, when when I moved out here, this is the first time I ever left Michigan to move anywhere, and it was it was a whole new world and being up in the mountains and just kind of, you know, being outside and enjoying what Colorado has to offer as a whole new experience is is where I think we all came together 
to kind of, you know, make everything sound cohesive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Last of the Easy Riders joining us in studio today. It's Saturday Night at High Dive, the release show for the band and the new EP. So you mentioned kind of the psychedelic side and the countryside and some Heartland rock in there as well. This is uh, sort of more the, the, the country material you, you're, you're bringing with you today, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Silver Canyon is one of the, the first songs I wrote moving out to Colorado. And that's, I mean, that's, that's just what it's about. You know, it's about going from Michigan to a new place and just kind of in, enjoying it and singing about it. Well, let's hear it. Silver Canyon, last of the Easy Riders playing for us. Last of the Easy Riders, and this next song is called Traveling Spirit. 
It's a pair more from last of the Easy Riders playing for us in studio, Traveling Spirit, the name of that song, and also Silver Canyon, that first one coming from the new EP. They're celebrating it Saturday night at High Dive, and in the grand tradition of singing drummers, uh, Mitch taking on the vocal for, for that one. Yeah, it took me a long time to figure out how to play a country beat and then to sing and play a country it beat. It seems like one of the hardest things I can think of, to be honest yeah, with you. I think the whole trick <laughs> is to not think about it. <laughs> This is musical territory that, uh, to me, is is often approached with with irony, these days. You know, a, a kind of a wink and a smile. But what I like about this this band and, and these songs is they don't seem to do that. They they tend to take it very seriously. There's some you know some depth and some darkness in here. Uh, Unto the Earth, I think, is a great example. Yeah, I would say I I wouldn't say we're we're a serious band by any means in the sense that <laughs> well, you know I don't mean grown, you don't have a good but, time. But uh, I I would say we we're very honest about how we write and we write earnestly. I mean, we uh, we do what we feel, and we we write about what we experience. And we all like songwriting. We have an appreciation for good songwriting. So I think that's where you get that. that I guess uh, songs that you know we want to write. We're gonna write mm-hmm. what we want to write. Uh, yeah. Gene Clark is a is a big hero of ours, and I don't think that guy wrote a happy lyric <laughs> no, <laughs> his uh, entire life. But we but do have great, some, you know uplifting songs, and especially when we're playing live. I mean, right, right, right. Love. Uh, Last of the Easy Riders, that's the, the name conjures up images uh, of different things Im- immediately. Musically, you know, it comes. You guys come from sort of a Birdsian tradition, and uh, the Birds had ballad of the Easy Rider once yeah. upon a time. Jimi Hendrix had a song called Easy Rider. Yes, mm-hmm. and of course the film, which was sort of where oh, psychedelics yeah. caught up with westerns, <laughs> and, and yeah. the horses were replaced yeah. with motorcycles. Exactly. <laughs> yes, is 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 that sort of the reason behind the name? That's the, that's the combination that, I think that one the hears name in the music. Last of the Easy Riders is is meant in a way to to bring yeah a, a timepiece and kind of to think to people we're we're trying to play you know music that maybe isn't as popular as it once was and we're kind of we're we're doing our thing we're kind of bringing it back we're trying to do I guess uh, put a new spin on something you know that a lot of people aren't necessarily doing anymore and that's that's you the, know the big thing that you can do with a name like that too is you can. You can use it as sort of a yes, it's a timepiece, but no, the band isn't going isn't trying to play vintage <clears throat> rock music and, yeah. and cover songs and trying to be this time machine type group. It's very much a modern band with modern music that's taken from tra- you know traditions of, of of good country music, good songwriting. But it's an it's kind of like a, it's a nod to it, you know. Yeah. That's I yeah. definitely think a tip of the hat. It's important to to keep that in mind that it is, you know, it's happening now though. Yeah, it's very well, much a, pr- a relevant thing. Necessarily confuse the person that's listening to it, but to not be obvious in where we're coming from. It's like we could be a band from now, or hopefully with some songs, we could sound like a band from the late '60s, early '70s. It's just it sounds it's hard to place. Right, the time out of time. Yeah, out of time. Out of time, out of place. Well, I, <laughs> I feel like this last song you're going to go out with is a good example of that. The first mm-hmm. one that I heard from the new record was "High and Lonesome," High and, lonesome yeah. and uh, definitely some 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 Birdsian harmonies oh, yeah. in, in yeah. the mix oh, here. Yeah. Uh, George is going to actually join for vocals on this one, and and, and yeah. you're on the record too. Yeah, I sang that song on the record, and like I said before. That was one of the first songs we wrote, right? For the record, I, I think that so. was kind yeah. of the beginning of it. Yeah. Chris, because yep. uh, because we had already decided that the guys were going to come to Lansing, and I was going to produce a record and record it uh, at my house there. And uh, he came up probably a couple months before, and we we wrote that song. Mm-hmm. He already had the the chords ready, and uh, mm-hmm. we kind of fixed up the melody and lyrics and stuff. And I think yeah. it's my favorite song on the uh, on the album. It's high and lonesome.
Last of the Easy Riders in our studio. I awoke one morning, thoughts of yesterday gone by I turned to find my love, only emptiness resides If only sea and darkness could cure all my pain To feel nothing is better than the same find it so hard to face the sun's early rise overhead a lonesome bird does fly praying on life's sacred sign The room still felt bare A tickle on my nose Caused by a blonde girl's hair Is this the darkness Called for in vain Thoughts of my lover Left standing In the rain I find it so It's last to the Easy Riders wrapping the setup. That version of High and Lonesome is one more from the brand new record. Self-titled celebrating that Saturday night. High Dive the Place, guest list, High Plains Honky also on the bill. Where, where can people find the records? Uh, you can come to the show. We're definitely going to have them there. And then I want to say some of the more independent record stores around town, they should be in, in those stores as well. Last of the Easy Riders, easy name to remember. I think so. <laughs> easy. Thanks, guys. No problem. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much for having yep, us. Thank you. Yeah.